Well, uh, hello. Oh. <laughs> it's Sunday. Welcome in. <laughs> Come, please. Oh. Grab a cup of tea. Oh, I need a cup of tea after this week. <laughs> I mean, aside from it being a bear at work, a real bear, which I will, everybody's going to be blessed with. When I have a rough week, the podcasts for the following week are awesome. <laughs> but it's usually like, what is so sweet in this tea? My tears. <laughs> you guys, you guys benefit from all my trauma. <laughs> oh my god, I'm a, I'm a laughing on the outside clown, yeah. but I'm crying on the inside. It was a busy week for you. Good lord! But then to cap it off, we had no idea the level of response we were going to get from our Friday's post of Doctor Seuss. Both the podcast, but more so on social media when I put out there the teasers. Wow! I mean, we—I don't even—I haven't even done the math on it yet. It, it went at least ten times the amount of responses that we normally get, which was great to see. Oh no, I'm not saying that it was. I'm, I, <laughs> your your voice kind of says like. Well, no, I, I believe me. <laughs> this is, I'm going to contradict myself slightly here. Believe me when I say I loved everybody that was supportive of us. <laughs> Is that much of a shock? And we got a lot new, a lot more followers, both on Facebook and Instagram. But then we had people that were not real happy with our statement. And, and they came at us with mostly intellectual response and discourse. And then just inexplicably retracted their comments, which is going to be another podcast in the future, very, very near future, of this new culture of... Oh, never mind. And then bailing out and not delete. being held accountable for the statements that you make. But you know what? We learned something that you can delete a comment on Instagram. Which sucks. This shouldn't be a dry erase society. Mm-hmm. It should be spray paint on a brick wall. And once you put it up there, bro, you've got to stand behind it. Not cancel it. And ironically, that was the whole issue of the Dr. Seuss episode, which is... The cancel culture is now going into children's books. And so this woman posts a, a, a very, I thought, well thought out counter to my my position. And I responded in kind. And then all of a sudden she bails out. And, and, and I was so excited. You remember? You got the text. I'm all, oh, we got our first opposition. Mm-hmm. We got our first negative comment. Oh, my God. Somebody mm-hmm. has a pulse. Because it takes, it takes people like literally just like step on their dick to get them to comment. We really hit home with this one person. And then it started kind of spiraling and other people started responding. But I thought, wow, we've got this. This is great. We're actually getting traction, good, bad, or otherwise. And then poof. You went you you didn't get to see it because you were at work. Then you're like, where is it? And I'm like, oh, let me forward it to you. And then I'm like, uh, it's gone. It's deleted. It's deleted. But that's again another conversation for another time, probably sometime this upcoming week. That being said, strangely enough, that is a pretty darn good segue, I think, into the Quizmaster's question of the day. Yes, it is. Gratitude, reflection, and charity today. So I want to ponder and I want to reflect. Yes. I have to ask you, are you beginning to think that the average person is below average? (laughs) Well, I think you know my position on this. As far as my perspective of humanity and the reason why we created Red Kite Movement was to elevate humanity in general, create a quality of life. But that almost sounds like uh, one of those things where you you meditate on right before you go into like a Buddhist meditation. What are they called? A koan. Koan. Very, very well done. That's yeah. not something on the tip of my brain that I'm 
thinking of. So a koan, that's the sound of one hand clapping, yes. right? Yes, what is the sound right. of one hand so clapping? So is yeah, the average right. person below average? Well, technically, <laughs> if you wanted to dissect it, they had the average person has to be average. Right? But I see where you're coming from. And, ah, God, I don't want to sound superior or arrogant or douchey. Oh, you're going to make me sound old? <laughs> that wasn't very nice. That's a totally old thing to say. Well, when I was younger, people were smarter. <laughs> they were 10 feet taller, and we all had our act together. Every every generation thinks they were smarter than the, yeah. than the current. But, but this time it's true. But, <laughs> damn it. This is the exception to the rule. Which yeah. goes in, right so eloquently into our gift of the day. Oh, yes. Well done. This is tying together quite nicely. Here we go. We are all born with a brain. Hmm. Some have more potential than others. Yep. Like a hard drive, it comes to us blank. Mm. You program it. I'm alive today only because I programmed mine to suit my survival needs. Not happy with your programming? We fix that. I was on fire, and I say this a lot. When I wrote this one, I was on fire. I was so agitated and so disappointed and so just pissed off this came from a situation where i feel like my my veins are filled with ice cubes and that is the way that i've programmed my brain to react to crisis and it's seriously i'm not exaggerating when i say that i am fortunate to have programmed my brain the way that i did because i'm alive today because of it Mm -hmm. i will give you the solid example as to where i think the average person would have not only faltered, but may have made a terrible decision under pressure, under additional unnecessary pressure, and probably died in the process. Yeah, you have a flight story for us today. It's a flight story. And I alluded to this a couple of episodes before, and my, my palms were sweating. I mean, the, and I, can I reveal something strange? Of course. I have a weird body, or maybe I don't. I, when I work out, I sweat. And you can't smell, there's no odor because I'm, I'm number one, number one, I profusely sweat. And number two, I'm, when have you seen me without a water in my hand? Right. So my, my sweat doesn't smell. And people have actually commented like, why doesn't your sweat smell? Okay. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Who's commented? Well, my previous girlfriends who had no, um, olfactory. No, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, people were like, dude, how come you don't, how come your, your sweat doesn't give off an odor? And it's because there's so much of it. It's, it takes the toxins out and it deludes it, right? Mm-hmm. I found that if I have stress sweat, it is putrid. It's a different ball game. It's a totally different smell. I it's know, like my I know exactly like, what you mean. It's a weird thing. It's like my body's like, okay, we're under a lot of stress. We're under a lot of pressure. Pew, let's pew, get pew, yeah, pew, <laughs> Let's get rid of all the toxins at once. Yeah. And it, it, there's a, an actual different consistency to it. It's almost gel-like. Mm. It stains my clothes, which no other type of sweat. Uh, there's got to be research on this. Of course The different there types is. of sweat. So, but when I landed this particular day, the cockpit smelled so bad. <gasps> and it wasn't like gas or anything. It was my sweat. And when I came in, I was embarrassed to put my arms up. When Wild. I was putting my, my headset away and my logbook and everything, because I it smelled, but they could see on my face that something went wrong. <laughs> no way. Oh, yeah. I love that you're admitting this or yeah. giving it like a name, because well, I've had the same thing. It's, it's, most see, this is the thing. 
and, until you share, uh-huh. you then do, you, it, you can't have common ground. Yeah, you and think I'm, you're kind of alone, yeah. and you're like, oh, this is just weird. No, I'm transparent, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that everything that we do is the, quite sadly unique or unusual or new, right? Yeah. So when I have something weird, I'm like, oh, like the other day when we shared that we believe that at the end of life. Uh-huh. We get all the answers. Right. You know? <laughs> That's great. So so what made the what made you have the cockpit sweats? Oh, cockpit sweats. So I'm coming in obviously I'm a pilot. If you if you're just getting that late, <laughs> I'm a pilot. I'm coming in and I'm a new pilot. I'm coming in what's called in the pattern. Everybody is probably at least basically familiar with a pattern. You come in to make sure that the air traffic is flowing and the same direction, much like with, with cars. So I'm in the middle of the pattern and I'm, I'm following a person in. There's a guy behind me uh, about three miles back and then a guy behind him and you space each other out and you're courteous most of the time. And so I, I'm in my middle of my pattern that's called the downwind and I'm calling out the, the call numbers and all that. I turn what's called left base, Mm -hmm. call that out. Now the next Maneuver is called final. Okay. Guess what that means? It's your final descent. Yeah. You're coming in for a landing. Yeah. Now, the landing consists of making sure that you're at the right altitude. Okay. You're at the right pitch. You're at the right speed. That you've got all of your visual coordinates. So you're using your feet as rudders to to, uh, orient the yaw of your plane. You're also got visual on the the runway. And there are people lined up. They're queued up. So you're making sure they're not creeping across that line that you have to make an evasive maneuver. And then you're also uh, preoccupied with the other radio calls that are coming in. It's To say the least, it's a clusterfuck. There's a lot going on. There's a lot Mm -hmm. going on. You got to make sure that your flaps are down. In the middle of all this process that would give normal people a little bit of stress, a dude gets on the radio and busts (laughs) my balls and says... That was an extremely dangerous approach. And you haven't landed yet. No. And I have no idea what he's talking about. Am I at the right speed? Am I is, is smoke he, what is coming he seeing? from your yes. engine? I'm like, it's... am I on fire? Did I forget did my flaps fail? Am I missing a wheel? What what's going on, dude? Why would you say that to me? And then I, I come in and I don't have time to respond because I'm I'm already preoccupied. I'm like bracing for Something bad's about to happen because he's seeing this as an extremely dangerous approach. I'm like, oh, am I too low? Because there are, you've seen the the video of me landing. There are lights on the runway. Right. When they're, when you see two whites, you're too high. When you see two reds, you're dead because you're too low. When you see a red and white, everything's all right. Okay. I've got red and white. I've got the right speed. I've got the right pitch. Everything's everything's right. I've got a crosswind that I've already managed through the the rudders and i pinpoint landing and then i ro- i'm just about to roll off and i hear the guy behind him say oh god here we go again it's the pattern police <laughs> and then i take a, i take i laugh okay. just like that a I, like, I take a deep take breath okay, yeah. and i laugh and i'm like but wait a minute motherfucker you're telling me that my approach was extremely dangerous what you just did by communicating that and trying to rattle me as I'm landing, that was the dangerous thing. Yeah, that was ill-timed. And right. if you're going to say something, B, 
be more specific maybe at that point if it's dire or wait till you land. But that's the thing. There's a function. Maybe I broke a rule that I'm not aware of. But I'll tell you what. He broke the rule of using the radio for something other than an emergency or to announce your position in the sky. Okay. This is not a let's play on walkie-talkies. Yeah. So, of course, he just disappeared. I didn't see where he he went, but I wanted to give him a fucking what for. And number one, tell him, hey, look, I'm a, a brand new pilot. And then to to talk to me in the middle of my final approach and to try Extremely to throw me off. dangerous approach. That Those was the some only harsh, yeah, scary right? words exactly. as you're about to land a plane. I'm like, oh, what did I do? Well, you know, I'm, I'm starting to now question everything that I knew was right. And recounting it in my brain now in double time. Sure. And I, there was a point where I was like, okay, do I push the accelerator back in and go what's called go around, which is to, instead of land, to come close to the runway and then take off and try mm-hmm. it again. But then I thought, no, I don't think there's anything wrong. And I trusted my own instincts. Now, the point I'm trying to make is a normal person under that level of pressure would have fucked up. They, they, they would have gotten rattled. It's like the analogy of you're standing uh, at the edge of the Grand Canyon and someone comes up from behind you as you're meditating quietly and looking down and grabs you suddenly and says, don't fall. Oh, I hate that. I mean, that. you're going to lose your shit. Of course you are. That was the equivalent to me. Here I am. Fly- I'm flying. <laughs> I'm coming in for and a landing. landing. Yeah. More, more, and you're going to say, watch out. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? Or, yeah, turn off the, the landing lights at yeah. night. Like, oh, haha, just kidding. Well, my instructor did that to me. Oh, ouch. Well, that was part of the training. Oh. Yeah. She also cut the engine and took the keys in the mid-flight oh. and said, okay, now land the plane without an engine. So, what? But that wasn't my instructor behind me doing that. <laughs> yeah. But so the, there's two points here. Number one, thank God I've trained my brain to not panic. Thank God I've trained my brain to have ice cubes running through my veins. And when shit hits the fan, I'm like, okay, some shit just hit the fan. Whereas the average person go, oh my God, the shit hit the fan. Everybody run. Mm-hmm. I'm more the guy that's like, all right, some shit just hit the fan. You're right. We need to sit and figure out what to do now. Calm, cool, Calmly. collective. Yep. There's a lot of people in my life, and sadly, some of them are blood, that I would hope that somebody wouldn't do that to them if they become pilots because I, they would have crashed. Mm-hmm. At the very least, they would have panicked. So I wonder if this guy has ever been like reprimanded. But I guess better... Well, yeah, no. That's a hard lesson to be learned if you didn't learn it. Here's the thing. I am super good at deciphering voices. I, I know the, the common flyers, and it's a small airport. I'll recognize that guy's voice. I'm going to get his tail number, and I'm going to find him. And we're going to have a conversation on the ground. Yeah. And one of us might still be on the ground <laughs> when that conversation comes to a completion. But apparently this is the type of person. And again, programming the brain. He's got to assert himself. He's got no authority, no jurisdiction. He's got no right to be harassing other people. And that's why the guy behind him was like, oh, God, here we go again. So clearly he's a local. So this guy had nothing to do with flight school. No, no, he's not. No, he's just no. someone who he's another is... pilot. It's not it's a non-towered airport. So that means there's wow. nobody in the airport that's telling you what to do. You all are on the honor system to behave to all the aeronautical rules and regulations. Oh, mm. 
And so he, this is just another pilot. But apparently he flies around the airport in the pattern <laughs> frequently and just fucks with people all day. He's like a troll in the He's sky. He's a troll in the sky. And I'll tell you what, he just fucked with the wrong guy. And I'm going to let him know. Captain Safety, you think you're doing everybody, you know, you're exercising your knowledge and you're, you're you know, teaching people. No, you're not. You're going you're gonna to be the cause of an accident. Mm-hmm. You're not saving anybody. You're actually putting them in danger. I guarantee we'll have a follow-up podcast and you've, you have found the man. Wait until it happens. Because I will, like I normally do, I've got my phone on the ready to audio record these interactions like I did with the San Jose airport parking people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh yeah, no, I can't wait. And again, it's how you decided to program your brain, your brain and my brain. We were, we have the same, the same tissue. It's just lump of tissue in our cranium. Yours is programmed one way. Mine's programmed one way. This guy's is programmed one way. And obviously he's got a malfunction going on. <laughs> he's got to exercise this control that he really doesn't, he's not, this is control that he just took. Mm-hmm. He's not an authority. He has no business mouthing off on the radio. And then there's the other brains that I worry about. And this is going to come absolute full circle before we get to the homework. The average person is below average because they allow their hard drive, AKA their brain to be programmed with faulty data. And a lot of that faulty data is the media pushing fear, 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 fear. There is a lot of fear out there. Yep. And so you're, you're programmed to be look under the bed. There's going to be a, a, a a serial rapist under your bed. Mm -hmm. You know, just be paranoid all the time. I'm not, everything's chill. Everything's calm. If I hear something fall in the house, I don't assume it's a burglar coming in. But if it is, I'll be calm and they'll be shocked. Like, why the fuck is this guy so calm? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> but and as far as this guy goes, you know, it's don't don't squawk at me, which is a play on words. If you're a pilot, you understand. Oh, yeah, that's how that's the terminology of how we talk on the radio. It's called squawking. Okay. Yeah, on the ground, it just means you're being like a, a parrot. <laughs> no. So if you think that your squawking is teaching, it's not. Okay. So teach, don't squawk. That's my kind of mantra for this guy. Get on the ground and, and do your teaching. Don't squawk it in the air. I love that it was followed up by a guy saying, oh, no, here goes the Let me tell you something. Police. Yes. Let me tell you something, Michelle. I'm not one to have my confidence rattled, but I am a student. Right. So if it weren't for the guy that was behind <laughs> me, uh, rather behind him, I would still be questioning, what did I do wrong in the pattern? When he okay. shook it off, and then I, I forgot this part. I forgot to tell you this part. This is funny. So he harassed him the rest of the way in through the <laughs> pattern. So you're supposed to say uh, Cessna 499 or 39 uh, coming in for left base 20 Watsonville. That's the airport. He comes in. He goes, uh, Cessna, blah, 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 blah. Uh, following pattern police <gasps> <laughs> Watsonville. <laughs> So he was just mocking him the whole time. So he must know him well enough that he felt like he needed to harass him. Okay. But I thought that that was, that was vindicating because otherwise I'd be racking my brain and I'm lying. I still racked my brain because I'm like, what did he see that I, didn't, I wasn't aware of? But I definitely would have taken more stock into it had the guy behind him not mocked him. Now, if the guy behind him said, yeah, dude, that was, 
dangerous, I'd be like, ooh, okay, I need I need to know what that was. But now I don't feel like I needed to. I've been up in the in the plane with my instructor. We did eight landings today in two different three different airports. And she didn't detect anything that I was doing wrong. And I did it exactly the way that I did it that day. So mm-hmm. some people are just they program their brains wrong. They're yeah. They're wired a bit differently. Man. Yep, I hear it. I do too. That's the school bell. <sighs> Michelle, ready? you've got some homework, I am sure. Lots of lessons today in our podcast. There were lessons flying around left and right. (laughs) 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 I want everybody to today, especially be careful with your words. So instead, Mm. when you think you're teaching a lesson, make sure you're not creating doubt. That's good. That's good. And I feel like you said, you said one part of it is you know, you know, maybe when you wake up tomorrow and you're watching the news, look at the adjectives that are being used in the headlines. Right. And they're just to scare people. I think it's a scare right. tactic. So people maybe get off by creating doubt in others, thinking that they're teaching them a lesson, but you're not. Can I add to your homework? Because this Please. is, an, I think this is an essential keystone in your whole arc here of the homework Mm -hmm. i'm using a lot of architectural terms today before you offer advice before you quote teach you need to vet yourself as an authority that is good so yeah you're you're working out your brain i I feel like that's an essential workout like that's the warm-up to your workout yeah so vet yourself (laughs) for a warm-up and then when you're ready to pump iron with your brain and Say something to someone else like you've already done the pre-warm up. Yeah. I, you know what it reminds me of? And I, I know we're probably running over time. It reminds me of that new commercial. And, and God, they did such a poor job in getting their brand into my brain because I'm so preoccupied by the storyline of the commercial. It's this guy. I think his name is Dr. Rick. And he's uh, trying to help people not become their parents. <laughs> I love that series. That's the only commercial I will I will I will listen to not on mute. So good. And, and so this one guy comes up, he's like, Well, if you need a grub brush, this this one'll he's like, uh, did he ask you? He, he you hired him. Yep, yeah. You hired him. What do you need a hacksaw? No, 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 no. You hired him. So <laughs> that's again this guy has asserted himself as an authority. He's going to teach this person who's already further down the line and actually has a certification in whatever it is. You need to make sure before you start giving advice that you're worthy of giving that advice. Beautiful addition to the homework. Yeah. And that it ties back to the douchebag that, that was schooling me from the air. I was doing everything right. He had no business trying to scare me and alert me. And if you're going to alert me, do it after I'm on the ground, bro. Exactly. Ugh. Idiots. Below average. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong. Something's amiss. Yeah, boy. At any rate, lots of wisdom bombs dropped from my plane. (laughs) I was going to make a very derogatory comment, but I won't. What is your mic drop moment, Michelle? I think it's time to reorganize the files that are open on your hard drive. You got to close some of them. And you've got to start 
you're, you got to be careful what you're clicking on and bringing up in your brain. So there, there's still time to reprogram yourself. It's just that you have to close some of those windows and not let others in. I love that analogy. And if you brought up a file, read it before you start to recite it. Read it before you <laughs> click on anything. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> it could be outdated or incorrect. That's great. And if it's old and antiquated and doesn't fit and suit you in the world, delete it. Exactly. Love it. Not too late to reprogram. Great one. All right. Good job. And it's Sunday. Give us a mm. outro in a Sunday style. What was it called? Cohen? Like the Cohen, Cohen. brothers? Uh-huh. Okay. Cohen. Give us a Cohen version of the outro. <laughs> <laughs> I love your pose. Yes. Oh my God. Heart prayer or yeah. Prayer over heart. Get out there and fly that kite. Yako ki. We're idiots. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement. 